Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? Okay, so here we go again, unscripted and uncut. In this episode, I am talking about Chile versus Colombia versus Mexico. What do I mean by that? This is not a soccer match. No estamos jugando fútbol. Uh, what I'm going to do is, in my experience, compare the three countries from a, a gringo, uh, a tourist, or a foreigner's perspective, because these are three countries that I've spent about a month to two months in each of them overall, and um, very cool countries, obviously. Uh, we probably have some listeners from each of these countries, probably more from Colombia than Chile and Mexico, but you never know. Anyway, and I'm sure I'll probably upset some people here by saying that I like this country better than this one, uh, but it should still be entertaining. And yeah, so uh, sometimes it's cool to see what, uh, what an outsider, a gringo like me, thinks of your country as a visitor. So to give a little bit of background, um, I well, I, of course, hablo español, right? I've, I've spoken Spanish now for um, over 10 years, and I basically, I learned it in school here in the U.S. for the most part. I mean, I wasn't that great when I, I wasn't very good when I finished high school, and even when I finished college, I didn't speak it that well. Um, but I was pretty fluent by the time I traveled to all of these countries, right? So I traveled to Chile in 2014, to Colombia in 2017 and to Mexico varias veces. Um, but Mexico, I think I, at the first time was actually not until 2016. But since then, I've been there like three or four times on short trips. But anyway, um, and so I've been to, let's see, well, in Chile, I was mostly in Santiago. I spent a little bit of time in Valparaíso and Viña del Mar. In Colombia, I was basically in Medellín the entire time, uh, Antioquia. And then in Mexico, well, I've been to a couple different places. I've been to Guadalajara. I've been to El DF. Uh, I've been to, uh, well, Puerto Vallarta. Um, I've also been to Cabo San Lucas, if you count that as Mexico. It's more of like a, you know, tourist destination completely. But anyway, i um, been to various parts of Mexico también, Guerrero, Cihuatanejo, um, Guerrero, Chiapas, varias partes, right? Um, have been around Mexico pretty good, um, but never really spent that much time in one spot. But anyway, I want to do a comparison of these three countries from the gringo perspective. And who knows, maybe we even have some, some gringos or some other people who want to travel to these countries or... Or maybe you even are someone that's from one of these countries. Maybe you're from Mexico, but you want to go to Colombia or Chile, or you're planning a trip to Sur America, and you're saying, hmm, ¿debería ir a Colombia o a Chile? Hmm, ¿a dónde voy? Well, maybe I'll give you the answer. <laughs> no, and actually, it's hard to choose between the three in terms of a tourist destination. But let's just go ahead and get started and see what comes to mind, right? So, um, well, if what you're looking for is the best food, you got to go to Mexico between the three, right? Let's let's be honest. I mean, la comida mexicana is buenísima. And you know what? I've even gotten sick from Mexican food twice 
and I still love it, right? So you gotta, if you're going for the food, you gotta go to Mexico. I mean, the food in Colombia, in my opinion, uh, I don't know, man. I, there's gonna be some people who hate me for this, but I think the arepas are kind of overrated. I don't know if I just wasn't eating arepas from the best places, but actually what I like better than the arepas are the, um, oh, what the heck are they called? Like buñuelos and the other things that are basically like pan y queso, but that they're not the arepas, if that makes sense. But I don't know. I just wasn't that big of a fan of the arepas in Colombia. It's like they're, they're too dry, you know? Tiene que remojarlos con algo, algún tipo de salsa, no sé qué, ¿verdad? Pero si comes pura arepa, de las arepas que yo comía, mm, no, nah, I, I wouldn't, I don't rate them that high on the food list. And actually, Chile, for example, I, you know, I don't even really remember that much about the food in Chile. I guess that means it didn't really stand out, right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what, but what I would say I probably love the most about Chile compared to these other countries is just Santiago is a really, really cool city. I mean, Santiago, if you're looking for, man, I think, you know, whether you're Latino or a gringo or Espanol, I actually knew a lot of Espanoles who were living in Chile because when I was there, it was actually the time where like España was in a, an economic crisis of some sort and a lot of Spaniards had moved to Chile to try to find work and better opportunities. And I think that Santiago is a hell of a good city if you are a foreigner or just anyone, even from Chile, obviously, looking to be like a, you know, a young person um, living like a vibrant work yet also social life they have a really cool just like like hangout scene if that makes sense uh like so for example if you're someone who you know if you really like to party party you know and you want to go to clubs until four o'clock in the morning chile is maybe not like the best i don't think santiago but they really have an awesome just like bar hangout scene there's this one place called barrio Be barrio bea vista and that's actually where i was staying in this little apartment for like a month with a group of spaniards this place is the bomb and when i say the bomb i mean like it's really cool barrio bea vista they have all of these different you know just different bars you can hang out at but it's very like well decorated there's a lot of culture you have kind of like a, a, a european influence too but then also just like puro latino let's get some reggaeton going you know i don't know um you know it's um just a really cool vibe and it's also the city is like right in between you know in amongst the mountains um there's a lot of latino cities that are similar to this i guess actually i would say kind of both like well, Medellin is Medellin in between the mountains. Something it's kind of like La Ciudad está en la Valle, verdad? It's like it's like in the valley, you know. And of course, you have to go through those crazy, windy roads. Esas calles curvosas para llegar. And see, but anyway, um, yeah, Santiago is just—it's super cool. It's a really cool vibe. Um, just a lot of cool places to hang out. Really cool people. Um, and from what I know, I mean, I think there are still like a lot of good. Um, job opportunities, economic opportunities in Santiago, and just really cool people to hang out with. Now, the only thing about that, and this is especially true if you're a gringo. If you're a gringo and you're like me, you know, you're learning Spanish, right? Maybe you're like, you think you're like, I'm like almost fluent. I got it. Like I'm 90% fluent. Yeah, maybe I got a little acento gringo, but like I'm doing good. You know, I, I speak Spanish, whatever. Uh, but if you go to Chile, you are not going to understand what they are talking about. You are going to understand like 30%. Cuando los chilenos hablan entre sí, y si eres gringo, no vas a entender, entender casi nada. Hasta que te quedes en Chile por como dos meses. Now, if you're from Colombia or, you know, somewhere else in Sudamérica, maybe it's a little bit, you know, you'll probably, you'll understand it better than I do, right? But still, when those Chileans get going, man, and their and lenguaje chile, chileno is like, what the 
are you guys talking about? Like, sí, po, cachate lo que pasó el otro día. It's all this po and cachai. There's like, like po. There's no reason for it. It's almost kind of like pues, but like they, they say it at the end of the word just for, for nothing whatsoever. Sí, po, no po. <laughs> and then there's cachai. What else is there? I mean, they just got weird words for everything. The word for stomach is like la guata, la guatita, or something like that. Oh, and then the best one is um, mi pololo o mi polola, mi novio o mi novia, right? Uh, estás pololeando. It wouldn't even be like, estás pololeando. Like, estás pololeando. Estás pololeando con alguien por aquí, weón. Que pao, no? Uh, you know, I, I can't really do it. But pololear is to be dating someone. Tengo ¿Tienes pololo o polola? ¿Tienes novio? ¿Tienes novia? Where do they come up with this stuff? Anyway, um, so yeah, Chile is really cool. And of course, like Viña del Mar and Valparaíso are beautiful. I haven't been that much to other places. They say like the sur de Chile is precioso. Um, so yeah, check that out if you go there too. But just um, if you want to, if you're working on learning your Spanish, especially, and you want to learn like how to speak proper Spanish, then probably don't learn Chilean Spanish because um, it's crazy. But, um, you know, and actually on that note, I would say among those three countries, if you're going to pick one where you want to learn Spanish in, I think that Colombia is the best. I really do think Colombia is the best. Um, nothing wrong with Mexican Spanish, of course, if you're from the U.S., right, because uh, it's the most common form of Spanish. Spanish spoken here in the U.S. and it is easy to understand. It's it's pre, you know they have their slang right, but Mexican Spanish is not that hard to understand. Um, but it's also not that proper. I think that Colombian Spanish is is more proper. El español colombiano es más pues digamos más formal, mejor, o sea es gramáticamente mejor, yo creo, uh, que el español mexicano uh, y el chileno. <laughs> el chileno cuando hablan español yo creo que lo hablan bien, pero cuando hablan chileno pues <laughs> quién sabe. Um, anyway, um, cuando hablan castellano <laughs> lo hablan bien creo. Um, but um, yeah, so Colombia, you know, in terms of like the people comparing between the three countries, right? Like which people are I think are the coolest to hang out with. Ooh, that's a tough one. I mean, I've said this before on the podcast. Brazilians, Brazilians are the coolest people. Hands down. Nobody can touch that. Okay. And I'm not just talking about like in Latino America. I'm talking about in the world, right? Because I mean, I've been to, you know, numerous different parts of the world. You know, I've been to the, the well, the Middle East too, for example. I've been to France. If you want to meet cool people, France is not the place to go. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I should, I always am saying bad things about French people. But um, I've actually, I've never spent a lot of time in Asia, but it doesn't matter. I have a hard time believing that anyone is as cool as Brazilians overall, right? Brasileros, brazucas. Anyway, um, getting back to the point here, Mexico, Colombia, Chile. I mean, I felt welcomed in all of the countries. You know, and then in Colombia, they do that weird thing where they're like, "Estás amañado." Like, what the heck is amañado? It sounds like it sounds like you're asking me like if I took a shower. Estás bañando, or like what amañado? Anyway, um, yeah. So that was always kind of funny. But Colombians, I thought were super nice. Paisas from Medellin. Um, in Mexico, I guess it probably, actually, in Mexico, it definitely makes a difference where you go. Because the Chilangos, the people from the DF, they have the, for Mexico City, they have that reputation of being very, um, Chilango, of being, you know, either kind of rude or like they're not going to help you or they're not going to be nice to you, etc. I think that stereotype is a little bit 
over exaggerated. I think they're nice people overall, but you definitely do have the big city vibe where people are very like suspicious, right? They're very, you know, they kind of watch their backs, if that makes sense. But then if you go to somewhere like Chiapas, for example, I went to this little town called Chiapa de Corso, and the people there are just like awesome. They'll just like love you no matter what, you know? I mean, and maybe it's part of it is like being a foreigner. They don't see many foreigners. So it's really cool, but extremely nice, super amable, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so in Mexico, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Mexican people a lot overall. I think when you're in Mexico, it really depends on where you go in terms of the people. Um, yeah, and then, gosh, other other things that are a factor when considering, you know, traveling to these countries or living in these countries. I don't consider any one of the countries, at least not the main cities I've been to, particularly dangerous, right? Because, and this is, you know, coming from someone in the U.S., like here in, here in the U.S., we are told that every other country is freaking dangerous, right? We're like, oh, Colombia, you know, drogas, oh, Mexico, carteles, oh, Chile, no sé qué puede pasar, te secuestran, you know, or something like that. Like, oh, watch, just, just watch out for everything. There's bad things everywhere. And then if you go to the U.S. State Department um, website, it'll have like the United States, uh, the consulate in Chile recommends that Americans do not travel to these areas after 8 o'clock p.m. And like nothing has ever happened in these areas. So like as Americans, our culture always is like extremely super cautious about things and always paints the picture that these other countries are really dangerous when in reality they are not like 99% of the time and 99% of the places. I mean, the only place that I've ever had anything actually kind of bad happen to me was in Brazil when I got my phone stolen. Um, but other than that, like nothing bad has ever happened. And I've probably done some like stupid things and been in some places that I shouldn't have been in all three of those Chile, Colombia and Mexico, right? Um, late at night doing stupid stuff. <laughs> um, and nothing bad ever happened, you know? And, you know, obviously, like, no, I wasn't in the middle of, like, a drug cartel or something like that. But, the, you know, if you just don't be totally stupid and don't go to, you know, si no te metes con nadie, nadie te hace nada, right? Like, that's kind of what they say in Mexico, right? Um, you know, if you don't mess around with anybody, nobody's going to do anything to you. So I don't really think that any of these particular countries is dangerous in any way, um, you know, not at least more than normal. Um, I would probably say that, I guess, I don't know, I guess maybe like Santiago of the, the main cities would be the safest one. But honestly, I felt extremely safe when I was in Medellin. So if that's a factor, whatever. As far as like places to stay, oh man, all of these have some good places to stay. Santiago, I remember, has a couple of really cool hostels. If you're a budget traveler, right? Viajero con presupuesto, como yo era en mis... 20s, right? Um, siempre viajando con presupuesto, buscando hosteles, etc. Santiago has a couple of really good hostels. I didn't stay in one in Medellin, so I don't know, but I found an Airbnb. Um, and in Mexico, I've stayed in, well, I've stayed in many different random places in Mexico. Um, but yeah, you'll, you'll always find like a cool, pretty nice place to stay. Um, and it'll be fairly cheap. Now, if you're someone who, who lives in one of these countries in Latino America, then obviously you kind of know how expensive things are and, you know, it'll all seem normal to you. But like if you're coming from the U.S., for example, or if you're traveling from Europe or somewhere else, these countries will seem very cheap for you in terms of how much it costs to spend a night somewhere, right? So like you can get, you know, you can stay in a fairly nice place, whether it's an Airbnb or even like, you know, a hostel, but with a private room for... 
like $10, $15 per night. It's crazy, you know, US dollars. And with that in mind as well, you can also, you can, you know, eat for, um, heck, like 2 or $3 for a pretty good meal a lot of times. I remember in Medellin, I don't remember how many pesos colombianos. It's always hard to do the math because it's like tres punto algo mil pesos por dólar, si estoy, si, si recuerdo bien, right? But it's basically like two or three U.S. dollars is you can get a pretty good lunch off of that. That's amazing, right? Um, so for someone coming from the outside, that's that's a really big benefit of traveling to one of these countries. Um, yeah, and so... I think overall, let's get right to it. Like if I had to pick one, right? If I had to pick one of those three countries that I was going to spend a lot of time in or live in, and it's kind of a loaded question anyway, because it'd be like, it's almost like, well, they're all pretty big countries anyway. It's like, you know, would you rather live in the United States or in uh, Russia? Well, Russia's a crappy example, but would you rather live in the United States or in France? <laughs> and it's kind of like, okay, well, tell me where exactly I'm going to be living in one of those two massive countries. But let's do this the, based on the, the main cities that I know, right? So the cities I've spent the most time in are El DF, um, Medellin. So Mexico City, Medellin, and Santiago, Chile. If I had to pick one of these, those three cities to live in for like, um, you know, a longer term period, it would be a really hard decision. It'd be a very, very hard decision. I think, you know what? I think I, I, think I would go with Medellin. <laughs> and honestly, probably this is going to sound ridiculously shallow and stupid, but las paisas son tan bonitas. That would be like the, that would be like the top... <laughs> That would be like the the deciding factor because if you if I had to choose between the three, I don't know. They all have a lot of really cool things and cool people, but man, those Colombian women are beautiful. <laughs> and obviously, you know, I think a lot of Latinas from a lot of different countries are beautiful. But something about like Medellin, they have some really really beautiful women, um, and probably some beautiful dudes too. But guys, if you're from Medellin and you're watching this, I still think that too many guys from Medellin have that that haircut, that little colita that we call a mullet here in the US like what the heck is that who told you that that was a good haircut anyway so I always would see when I was in Medellin I would see these beautiful women these beautiful Colombian women walking around the streets with a dude with a little like rat tail you know as a colita de raton or something like that in the back of his head I'm like what the heck man how did it? I swear like every Colombian guy every guy from Medellin who from like the age of 15 to 40 was working that rat tail when I was there in 2017. Maybe not now. You know, maybe it's no longer the fad. Who knows? But I think I would pick Colombia out of the three. Um, and I guess that that was the deciding factor. I didn't plan this. I didn't plan to, like, express it that way. But it turned out that the exciting factor is I think that the Colombian women overall are just a little bit more beautiful <laughs> than the women from Santiago and from Mexico. And all, uh, and all of the other factors were basically equal, right? But it certainly would be, um, I'm sure I would enjoy myself living in the DFA or in Santiago as well. So, yeah, um, that's what I think about Chile, Colombia, Mexico, Santiago, Medellin. Ciudad de Mexico, DFSDMX, or whatever they're calling the Mexico City at this point down there. But um, yeah, so if you get a chance, definitely travel to all three of these countries at some point. Very cool places to see. I love the big cities. I'm someone who I like to travel to the city. You know, it's good to go to the beach and to some random areas, but I, but I like to be in a city. So the ultimate is if you can get like a city by the beach, which is why you should all travel 
to Rio de Janeiro, Rio de Janeiro, de Janeiro. You know what I'm talking about, Rio, Brazil, at some point if you get the chance and watch your back because it is kind of dangerous. But you should definitely travel there and you should definitely stay in Zona Sul. La Zona Sul de la Ciudad because it is the safest area the south part of the city and that's where the most cool things are anyway like Copacabana, Ipanema Beach. How did this episode start about Colombia, Chile, and Mexico and I just talked about Brazil like on two separate occasions for like two or three minutes, whatever. I guess that means I really like Brazil a lot. So, saudades. It means le extraño a Brasil. Anyway, talkers, we will talk again soon. Peace! Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community.